Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you for turning on this podcast. I hope that you are telling people about it. Today is February 4th. It is World Cancer Day in the U.S. and other parts of the world. So that is a very huge holiday. Uh, You know, they've made a lot of strides in dealing with cancer over the decades, but we still have a lot of work to do. Uh, Some things that you can do that might help is eat right and exercise and meditate. Uh, And it is also Lifeguard Day in Argentina. So you got to go celebrate your lifeguards. They are there to save your life and guard it with their life, possibly, maybe, I don't know. Okay, the first word is, uh, well, I normally would have said capuchin, C-A-P-U-C-H-I-N, but the etymology, no, the uh, pronunciation guide is saying, I have to read and speak at the same time, especially for three also. Okay, um, so it is, it can be copyshin, copyshin, could also be capuchin or capuchin. So there's no, the CH is not actually a CH, a CH sound, it's an SH. Uh, so I'll just say capuchin, because that's the most similar to what my brain wants to say anyway. So we have number one, uh, oh, this would be capitalized, a member of the Order of Friars Minor Capuchin, Capuchin, forming since 1529 an austere branch of the First Order of St. Francis of Assisi, engaged in missionary work and preaching. Uh, by the way, a lot of those words were capitalized. Order of Friars Minor Capuchin. Uh, other than the of, all of those were capitalized. Uh, so this is uh, some group of people, they're friars. Uh, and that is related to the last word in the last episode, which was the friars uh, hood, capuche. Uh, number two, a hooded cloak for women. So the friars get to wear a capuche, and then the women wear a capuchin. Uh, number three, any of a genus of Southern and Central American monkeys, especially one with the hair on its crown resembling a monk's cowl. Ah, so that's why oh, that's where it got its name. Uh, the genus name is uh, Cebus. I'm going to say that's how it's pronounced, C-E-B-U-S. And the scientific name of this one is Cebus capucinus, capucinus. Uh, so yeah, if you if you know what a cap, capuchin monkey capuchin monkey looks like, which of course if you saw the show Friends, you saw one there a fair amount. Uh, but yeah, they're a very standard uh, trained monkey that gets used for uh, shows a lot, shows and, and movies. Um, they're very smart and they get used. Oh, and they also are used a lot to help people with uh, physical disabilities. So they can um, they can get things, they can open things, they can help out a lot. Uh, so they're very smart, and I would love one, but you got to be careful because, well, A, I don't need one. I don't need help right now. But if I ever was disabled in some way, I would definitely want one. But, you know, you got to wear a diaper, and you got to clean their stuff, and they can be mean, and they probably want to throw their poop sometimes, and that's not good. Uh, maybe they should just be left in the wild, but they can help people sometimes. Okay. Oh, and I will probably post a picture of a capuchin monkey so you can maybe compare to this cloak hood thing, cowl, and you can see how it compares. Next is Capulet with a capital C, noun from 1592, the family of Juliet in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. And I guess 
uh, it's so important that it had to get its own entry in the dictionary. Next is capybara, uh, C-A-P-Y-B-A-R-A, noun from 1774, a tailless, semi-aquatic, southern and central American rodent, often exceeding four feet in length, and that is 1.2 meters. And uh, I have heard that these are the largest rodents in the world, and they're very cute, and they seem very chill, and uh, recently a lot of uh, videos and photos have been posted online of them just hanging out, uh, chilling with people. Maybe they're chilling in water, in near a waterfall. They just seem very cool and chill, and I like them. And the scientific name is Hydrocheris. Hydrocheris. Oh, it's spelled slightly differently, but it's basically the same thing. Hydrocherus with a U-S and Hydrocheris with an I-S. That's a fun name. So this is from the Patagonian, no, Portuguese word, uh, capybara or capivara, which is an alternative of capiwara, which is from the Tupi word, capiwara, which is from capii, which means grass or bush, plus wara, which means eater. So they are the eater of uh, the brush and the grass. That's how they got their name. It's just, that's what it means. Capybara means uh, grass eater. Okay, we are moving. Oh, and there's a picture of a capybara, and I will post a picture of a capybara on the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, so you can see it if you want. Next, we have the word car. It's just C-A-R. Uh, this is, let's see, you could say car, you could say core, you could say kiar. Yeah, kiar. I'm going to start calling cars kiars. Let's go ride in the kiar. Uh, this is a noun from the 14th century. One, a vehicle moving on wheels as 1A, which is archaic, the synonyms carriage and chariot. They used to call those cars. Uh, 1B, a vehicle designed to move on rails as of a railroad. Yes, you've heard of train cars, train cars. 1C, the synonym automobile. 2, the passenger compartment of an elevator. 3, the part of an airship or balloon that carries the passengers and cargo. Maybe cargo and car are related. Um, this is from Middle English carre which is from, let's see, Latin cara, which is the plural of carum, which is an alternative of carus, which is of Celtic origin, akin to the Old Irish and Middle Welsh car, C-A-R-R, which means vehicle, akin to the Latin currere, which means to run. So a vehicle runs very quickly, like the Flintstones. They use their feet to make the cargo. Cargo, ah, see, cargo. Uh, okay, moving on to C-A-R, all caps, abbreviation for Civil Air Regulations. Next is, all right, so now we're getting to the section, or pretty close, where there's a bunch of words that are kind of hard to pronounce because they're not familiar to me, and they might have multiple pronunciations, but anyway. So this is Carabao, uh, Carabao, Cara, yeah, C-A-R-A-B-A-O, Carabao. This is a noun from 1900. Synonym is just water buffalo, carabao. Uh, this is from, uh, I think, what is that saying? Filipino Spanish? Something like that. Uh, from the Visayan of Samar 
and Leyte. I think those are all languages or locations. Karabaw, uh, K-A-R-A-B-A-W. So that is the original word. Uh, and then we I- here in English changed it, changed the spelling, possibly the pronunciation. It's just a water buffalo. Next is Karabed or Karabed. Uh, uh, this is a noun from 1880. Synonym is ground beetle, a carabid. And this is from Greek, karabos, which is a horned beetle. So yeah, they're, they're probably similar beetles. Next is, uh, okay, so uh, I would have said this is carabiner, carab, let's see. It says carabiner, carabiner, or carabiner, C A R A. B-I-N-E-E-R or N-I-E-R, carabineer. Noun from 1672, a cavalry soldier armed with a carbine. A carbine? When are we going to get to carbine? Probably in two episodes. Uh, So it's a cavalry soldier with a carbine, a carabineer. And this is from, it's just from carbine, obviously. So next we have carabiner uh this or carabiner uh let's see at the it's it's spelled very similarly to the last one but instead of double e it's a single e at the end or you can spell it with a k carabiner noun from 1920 an oblong metal ring with one spring hinged side that is used especially in mountain climbing as a connector and to hold a freely running rope. I uh, I have a carabiner as a keychain for a keychain, uh, but I have never used it in the way that it was meant to be used, which I think most people who have carabiners also don't use them for uh, mountain climbing of any kind. I think it would be fun. I would very much like to go mountain climbing because I have no idea how these things are used, how you wrangle up all those ropes and cables and things, but I find it fascinating and I think that would be fun. So this is from German Karabiner with a capital K, which is short for Karabiner Hocken. Karabiner Hocken, yes. Uh, that literally means Karabiner's hook. So that's what it is. Next we have Karabinero or Karabinero. Uh, this is a noun from 1845, one, a member of a Spanish national police force serving especially as frontier guards. Two, a customs or coast guard officer in the Philippines. Carabinero. Uh, This is Spanish from Carabina, which means carbine. Uh, So that is how that is connected. Next is Carabiniere or Carabiniere. Noun from 1847. I'm going to assume that it's related to the last one, but let's find out. A member of the Italian National Police Force. So in some ways, yes, it's very. It, they're both police forces. One of them is Spanish. One of them is Italian. And they just changed the pronunciation of it. Uh, carabiniere. Carabinero. Okay, next we have Caracal. Or just Caracal. C-A-R-A-C-A-L. C-A-R-A-C-A-L, and that pronounces caracal. Noun from 1760, a long-legged reddish-brown nocturnal cat. 
uh, of savannas in Africa and parts of Asia that has long pointed ears with a tuft of black hairs at the tip. We will post a picture of this caracal. And this is for, oh, the scientific name is Felis caracal and also a lynx caracal. I've heard of a lynx. I have heard of a caracal, but I I can I can imagine a lynx better in my mind. Is a lynx a caracal, or is a caracal a lynx, or is a how does that work? I don't know. Um, and then this is from the Turkish karakulak, which is from kara, which means black, plus kulak, which means ear. So they got black ears. That is how you can remember what they kind of look like. Uh, and then we have our last word. It is caracara, uh, or caracara, C-A-R-A-C-A-R-A, caracara, or caracara, noun from 1838. Any of various large, long-legged hawks found from the southern U.S. to the southern to South America that are classified with the falcons, caracara. Spanish, caracara, from Portuguese, caracara, from the Tupi word caracara, with Ks. That's what I got to say to you. So we had capuchin, capulet, capybara, car, C-A-R, carabao, carabid, carabineer, carabiner, carabinero, carabiniere, caracal, caracara. Well, a lot of these I'm going to put on Instagram. I am very much delayed on my Instagram posting. Um, So I think I might just pick car as the word of the episode um, because they are very useful and lots of things can be called cars. And I can say something like, uh, there are lots of different ways to pronounce the word car. You can say car or you can say core. And you can even say the fun one, car. Car, mighty. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.